0: Welcome to Transition Church Podcast, a place for growth and revelation. Thank you for tuning in. Now, your host, Paul the Lion Huntington. Hello, everybody. I want to talk to you about a word that is so used in our our Christian life, in our Christian walk. Um, We hear this all the time, And sometimes we really don't know what it means. Sometimes we really don't know how to put this into action. And I'm going to talk to you about forgiveness. Now, forgiveness is a very big part of walking with Christ. You know, Jesus Christ died on the cross for our sins. He forgave us of our sins. And so in this walk with Christ, we have learned to forgive others. We have learned to Um, forgive ourselves. We have learned to do those things, but a lot of us don't really have the understanding of what forgiveness really is. So in Matthew 18, 21 through 22, Peter's talking to Jesus and he says, then Peter came up and said to him, Lord, how often shall my brother sin against me and I forgive him as many as seven times? Jesus said to him, I do not say to you seven times, but 70 times Seven. Now, in this whole scripture, Peter already had in his mind how many times he was going to forgive. Already. I'm going to forgive him seven times. And Jesus said, no, let's go above that. Let's go further than that number. Let's go to 490. Let's try that number. Because the thing is, is in our minds, we set a place where people could... Uh, we forgive somebody until we say, okay, that's enough. I'm going to punch you in the face. I forgive you over and over and over again. I'm not going to do it. But a lot of Christians walk in a way that they forgive, but then they're like used as a step stool or used as a doormat. And they think, well, this is what, what Christ wants me to do. This is how Christ wants me to be is, is just to forgive and let it go. Just forgive and let it go. Just forgive and let it go. But Jesus pushed Peter to, past his limit. His limit was seven times and Jesus pushed him past that to 490. Now in our life we have fallen short, we have failed, we have messed up, and some of us has messed up a lot in our lives. Like we, we sometimes think, well man I just can't get it right. And we are our own critic, our own judge, and it's so hard for us to forgive ourselves. As in 1 John one nine, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Now, a lot of the scriptures that I'm using, we hear all the time. You know, we use them in sermons. We use it sometimes out of context in this whole understanding that. We need to forgive ourselves. That's a hard, hard pill to swallow. Because that means that we have to stop being such a harsh critic on ourselves. Now, now I understand that we we are sometimes perfectionists. I understand that. But God has given grace and it's hard for us to give ourselves grace. So if you mess up, it's hard to tell yourself, do it. I'm going to give you grace. So in my case, Paul, you messed up. And I'm telling this to myself, Paul, you messed up. All right, Paul, I'm going to give you grace. You could do better. You could do better, man. Get up and try it again. Now, that's hard for us to tell ourselves. Now, we could say that to somebody else. Oh, I forgive you. And a lot of us have this light of when we said, I forgive you, we're putting this light on ourselves as though we're made perfect or we have the power over the person that failed. But that's not the case. You know, God says, forgive others so I can forgive you. The Lord's Prayer Forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. You know, so in that whole thing, it's says, let's deal with us first, and then we could forgive others because then we have the understanding of what grace is. We have the understanding of what mercy really is if we're willing to give ourselves mercy because we a lot of times we don't. We really don't. We bash ourselves in the head and we like, do you know what? Man, you messed up again. I can't believe you messed up again. Oh, man, you, and we talk trash to ourselves, you know? Oh, you're a loser, man. You're never going to get it right. And those are lies that the enemy plants in our mind, and we actually start to believe them and start to act as though they are true. God forgave you, so forgive yourself. In 2 Corinthians 5, 17 through 18, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new, and all things are God of God, who hath reconciled us to Himself by Jesus Christ, and hath given to us the ministry of reconciliation. Now I said previously, you know that a lot of times we we forgive and then we forgive and then we forgive and then we forgive, but we stay in that same relationship there's no change with the other person there's only a change with you you're moving forward you're trying to to build on that relationship and the thing is is a lot of times we end up as doormats to other people now in my life I've I've been hurt a lot of you know and it's never you know fun you know it's never the thing that I, I I choose to go through and yet you know, I had, first I had to learn what for, forgiveness is. Then I had to learn what forgiving is. See, there's, they sound the same. One is a thought and one is an action. Forgiving is I'm going to take the steps to forgive you. I'm going to walk forgiveness out. I'm going to continue day in and day out as you pop into my mind or as I think of myself, I have to walk in forgiveness with me or walk in forgiveness with that person. So it means like if you think of that person, it's not like a sting to you like, oh, man, I remember what they did. Because a lot of times it's so hard. I want to tell you, it is so hard to think about somebody in the positive sense who hurt you, who did you wrong. It is. And I'm in this process right now of walking it out. But in the understanding of, okay, all right, God. I I forgive them. Now, I'm not going to go to that person and say, hey, I forgive you. Because sometimes we feel that if we go to that person and literally tell them, I forgive you for what you did. We have an entitlement of I am superior to you because you messed up and you did me wrong. Now, truth is truth and a lie is a lie. But if you walk in the understanding of I forgive them God. I don't have to go to them and say hey, I forgive you. A lot of people in the church sense has has this mindset of you know, I forgive you as in though they are, they have arrived. They have overcome everything. And they literally have nails, nail prints in their hands and feet. And they have a, a puncture hole in their side and a crown of thorns, scars on their head. They died on the cross for us. Some, some of us have that mentality. And that's, that's the thing. It's just, no, you forgive and then you walk out as you are forgiving them. You're taking every step every day to forgive them. You're saying, God, I forgive them for what they did to me. I forgive them that they hurt me. I forgive them of the sting that I feel. I forgive them of the bad memories that that was created. I forgive them, God. And I'm going to walk forward. I'm going to walk this out. And sometimes it's so hard to do that. But I was listening to a, a lady who was talking about forgiveness and she encouraged her audience to go past forgiving. God, I pray for their healing and restoration. Man, that was so powerful. Just that phrase takes forgiving to a whole new level where you're not just saying, okay, I let you off the hook. You're saying, God, I want you to heal them and I want you to restore them. I want you to bless them. That word blessing, OK, so we pray blessing over somebody who hurt us as though as hot coals over their heads. So we're praying that something bad happens. We're we're looking for that bad thing like, oh, man, what? They broke their foot. Oh, I uh, see. I told you that blessing was coming. But then there's a prayer that I heard someone my pray is God, I pray that you you reward them according to their deeds. Well, that's a, that's a tough prayer to pray because the thing is, is then you'll be re- rewarded according to your deeds. Are you Mr. or Mrs. Perfect? I, I don't think so. I don't. I don't want to be judged according to my deeds because I fail. I'm flawed. But if we go past that and say, God restore them, heal them, that is a place where you can receive healing and you can receive restoration now I understand venting I understand you know what man you know I can't believe this is happening I can't believe how that went down I can't believe what they said I can't believe how they how they hurt me I can't believe how they drugged me through the mud I, I I you know I understand that you know I'm going through a, a, a thing right now where I I think about it and and, and I'm just like shocked. I'm, I'm just in awe on how everything played out. But sometimes you get hurt more th- from the people in church than you do on the outside. And that's that's a sad thing to say, but it's so, so very true. We want to say that we're perfect and that we have it made and that we're Christ-like. But sometimes we're the furthest thing from that. Sometimes we, we, we don't realize that we're judging harshly without knowing the other side, without knowing the other part of the story. And so in this understanding church hurt is as real as it can be it's as real as i want to say the devil it 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 really is real and it's sad that phrase church hurt is so prevalent in the body of Christ. A lot of times the people who do get hurt, they get rejected, they get pushed away, they get judged. Not knowing the other side, it's it's what leadership has said about them. And so the congregation who feels, you know, who was there for them and who who loved them and who was, you know, friends with them is now rejecting them. Cause they only hear one side. And so as As I'm walking that out now, it's the understanding of who Jesus really is and how flawed I am. Lord, I pray that you'll restore them. I pray that you heal them. Now, in forgiving, you don't just forgive and go back to a toxic environment, go back to abusive relationship, go back to pain. Because humanly thinking, I'm not gonna go back to somebody who punched me in the face and be like, I forgive you, let's continue on walking on our journey. And they punch me in the face again. I forgive you, let's continue walking on our journey. And then they punch me in the face again. I'm like swolled up and everything like that. Eyes are swolled shut. I forgive you, now guide me on this journey because I can't see. No, there's, there's a difference between forgiving and there's reconciliation, okay? Now, the definition of reconciliation is the restoration of a friendly relationship. The restoration of a friendly relationship. So if I'm in in odds with somebody, and I'm we're at odds, we're not we're not communicating well. You know, they did me wrong, or I did them wrong, and I forgive them. Okay, I forgive them, and I try to mend the relationship. And they're still in the same place before the forgiveness happened. They're still in the same place of abuse. Well, don't put yourself back into that because there's no reconciliation. You could forgive them, but then set boundaries. Oh, you're 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 messed up. You you shouldn't do that. A Christian brother doesn't do that. I I'm not gonna get punched in the face over and over again. Physically I won't do it. I like my face. But the thing is this is when you set boundaries, you, you say, okay. We're going to have a relationship only this far, okay? I have a boundary set, so we can talk this far. We could talk on this level, and we could hang out on this level, but it's not going to go any further than that until there's, like, reconciliation, until there's a change on both parties. Now, I've I've been in that, that situation where reconciliation is not even able to happen it's not even on the radar and in that mindset i set boundaries the relationship has changed the way the relationship was has changed how i am with that person and react to that person has changed but i forgive them and i move on does it mean that i have to talk to them do i have to call them all the time do i have to Go out of my way to say, hey, how you doing, man? You-? No, I forgive them and I move on. I continue the journey. Now, it doesn't mean that I stop forgiving. No, Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. I still walk that journey because that person's still gonna pop into your head. You're still gonna hear about that person. If you're living in the same town, you're still gonna hear about them. People are gonna ask you about them. And the thing is, is in your mind, yes, there'll be a sting, but you have to walk it out, forgiving is walking it out so every time i hear that person's name or every time i i I hear a a a name i I, god i forgive them i forgive them god i pray for healing and restoration of them and then honestly deep in my heart i pray for blessing god bless them If they need something, God, I ask you to provide it for them, Lord God. Ask your favor to surround them and truly mean it. Not for hot coals, not that, that we pray something bad happens to them or they get what they deserve. No, because do you want to get what you deserve? If you're Mr. Perfect, then your name should be Jesus. And if it's not... I think you might need to pull back that prayer of bless them according to their deeds, reward them according to their deeds. Forgive others so I may forgive you. Forgive our debts as we forgive our debtors. That is such a a hard thing to do. But a healthy relationship, if needed, needs boundaries. You set boundaries so growth can happen in that relationship. Now, the opposite might be like, Okay, you're hurting me. You, you're not talking to me the way you used to and, and all this stuff. Wait, 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 wait. There's a reason why I set boundaries. And you know why. Well, I feel that you're, you're wrong, okay? I'm sorry, but I'm not going to allow you to hurt me again. Healthy. So you're, you're building a healthy relationship. And you're helping yourself emotionally, spiritually, mentally because sometimes we put ourselves in a toxic environment and we don't realize it's a toxic environment until we leave and then when we see and look back we're like oh my goodness that was such a toxic environment forgive others so that he may forgive you I forgive my past I forgive the people who hurt me I forgive the people that reject me and right now I pray that God you would heal them and restore them that you will bless them abundantly, that your favor will surround them. If you're that person and you need to forgive, release them. So I want you in your mind right now to think about the people that you need to forgive. And I want you to repeat after me, say, God, I forgive. And then you say their name. I release them, I let them go. Now some of us has this long, long list. We'll write them all down and then go one by one. God, I forgive so-and-so. I release them, I let them go. Then go back to the list. And say, God, I pray for healing and restoration of their lives, Lord. I pray that you bless them abundantly, that you bless them in a way that changes their life, God, and that they will will have to want. I ask you, Lord, that the, your favor will surround them. That is taking the steps in forgiving. It's no longer a thought. It's an action. And as a church body, as a, as a church, let's be a church of action. Let's be a church of transition so we are able to go to the next level some of us hasn't reached the next level for so long Because we're held back by hurt, pain, rejection, unforgiveness, bitterness. In this journey of forgiveness, let's forgive. Let's pray restoration and healing for that person. Let's pray blessings on them, not for something bad. Because you wouldn't want to pray those types of blessings on yourself. God, I pray blessings that something bad will happen to me. No. God, I pray blessings for them. That whatever they need, whatever they're asking or praying for that you answer it and as you walk that out you're putting your forgiveness into action and you're one step closer to being christ-like so if there's anybody who wants to who has hasn't received jesus christ into their heart or wants to surrender we're gonna pray right now say god i give up i'm through i no longer own me you own me teach me guide me Show me what you want me to do, and I'll do it for the rest of my life. In Jesus' mighty name, I surrender. Have a blessed day. Thank you for listening to Transition Church Podcast. Don't forget to comment, subscribe, and share this podcast with someone you love.